let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. If you've ever wondered how a little candy bar can, you know, that doesn't weigh more than a few ounces can somehow magically make you gain five pounds if you eat it. I have. I have. And it drives me nuts. I'm a little bit of what you would call a snacker. And I have a little bit of what you might call a sweet tooth. So in order to not get what you might call fatter, I eat Built Bars. And I urge you to try them. They are really good. Really good. Amazing flavors. 100% real chocolate. uh, But 130 calories. Four grams of sugar. Uh, So, you know, if you're like me and you don't want to get so-called fatter, Try built.com. Go to built.com. Use the promo code Beck and get 15% off your order. Built.com. problems in this country is we have never had a congress that was this old yeah no and i'm always on the twitter verse hitting those buttons and well when people are this out of touch there are real problems there is a candidate that is running for a democratic seat to flip it to republican in arizona he is a guy who married his, his high school sweetheart. Uh, they're homeschooling their children. Uh, he is a guy who uh, co-founded a successful software startup and then wrote the number one New York Times bestseller, Zero to One, sold about four million copies. Um, he became the president of the Teal Foundation, Peter Thiel. Um, the uh, Teal Foundation Fellowship Program is the program that has paid for a bunch of kids to drop out of college so they can create new companies. The Thiel Fellows, together, the pro- the uh, programs that they have done, the businesses that they started, $45 billion worth now. Uh, his name is Blake Masters, and he joins us in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. The job of a real estate agent is critical. Buying and selling houses is stressful. It's an emotional time for the homeowner. Having the best person for the job to step up to the plate and hit it out of the park is so important. And if somebody's just like, I'm gonna blow up some more balloons, you know? You know, when I was a kid, we blew up balloons and people would come for open houses. You need somebody who is hot on the internet somebody who has a lot of traffic coming to their website so there's already a built-in market for a home like yours realestateagentsitrust.com is a free service to you you just let us know where you're moving to across the street or across the country if you're buying or selling 
We'll help you find the best real estate agent in your area. And don't take our word for it. This is a free service to you. You do your own homework on them. Meet them and see if you don't notice a difference. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Blake Masters, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you for having me. You, you bet. You bet. We had dinner six months ago or so. Uh, and I walked away uh, really impressed uh, by you. You're now you've won the uh, primary. You're now going for the general and you're going up against Mark Kelly. Can you tell me, give me three things that make you different from him? Well, one, I'm actually independent. And, uh, you know, it's something Mark Kelly promised to be. He promised in 2020 he was going to be an independent voice for Arizona. Uh, and, and so some people bought that. Turns out, not so much. Mark Kelly votes basically in lockstep for the Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, open borders, inflation agenda. Um, you know, two, and you mentioned this a little bit. I think we need some younger people in Congress. You know, I'd be the youngest Republican senator, uh, almost the, Repub- the, the youngest uh, senator in the whole chamber. And, you know, the average age of the Senate, 64, 65 years old. You know, I'm 36 years old. I'm just getting into my prime. I've uh, been around long enough to to acquire a little bit of wisdom, and I, I see the country heading in the wrong direction. I think we need a useful dose, useful dose of energy to go in and uh, and reset things. And then the third thing, Glenn, is just I have this America First agenda that makes sense. It's what we needed in 2016. I think it's what we needed in 2020, and we didn't get it. And look how badly we're suffering now under this Biden Harris regime. So I want to restore American energy independence, right? I want to stop the government from printing so much money that we just cause this massive inflation. I actually want to seal the border so that we don't have this crazy border crisis and stop illegal immigration. Um, Mark Kelly's the opposite, substantively on all of those points. What do you think about ESG? I think it's dangerous. I think it's scary. I think we need to ban it. You know, and I'm like the only congressional candidate, apparently, the only senatorial candidate nationwide that's saying we need to ban ESG. You know, the the left, they've drafted corporate America into their into their their plan. They're just you can think of ESG scores, right? It's just kind of a scorecard for how well does your enterprise comply with left wing prerogatives, with with left wing social justice activism. And it's really dangerous. You know, it's basically trying to to co-opt business into this left-wing, um, you know, socialistic agenda. I think we need to study it. I think we need to understand exactly how they're doing it. I think we need to ban it. Tell me how you feel about the FBI. Well, I wish I could trust the FBI, and increasingly, you just you just can't. You know, sometimes when I say this, people attack me, and they say, oh, Blake's attacking law enforcement. No, I love law enforcement, right? And the whole point of law enforcement is you enforce the laws neutrally. It's the rule of law. And the problem under Merrick Garland, under Joe Biden, the DOJ, the FBI, they've just kind of obviously become weaponized. I think there's probably a lot of great rank and file agents, um, and they're probably more pissed off than anyone at what's happening. But what's happening is the upper layers of, of management. They are left wing political operatives. And I think they're just going after political enemies. Um, and, and that really corrodes the rule of law. I think if we let this go on just an inch more, we're really at risk of losing the country. You can't have weaponized partisan federal law enforcement. It just doesn't work in a free country. 
tell me uh, tell me what you think Blake about I mean there was a op-ed piece that was out yesterday I think yesterday the day before uh, from the New York Times where they actually said it is time to jettison the uh, Constitution of the United States that it's an old document it's outdated and uh, it is slowing down progress and we should get rid of it tell me what the oath that you would be taking means to you tell me about your understanding of the declaration of independence in the constitution why should we trust that you would be different than those already there who don't really take that seriously well i you know and actions speak louder than words so people will see once i get in there that i do take these things deadly seriously i'm running because i've just i've grown up watching a government that cares less and less about our foundational principles that cares less and less about the rule of law. And look what it's given us, right? It's led us to this situation. Um, and so, no, I mean, I think these documents were literally divinely inspired. Um, I think America is the greatest country in the history of the world, this, this remarkable experiment in, in liberty, in ordered liberty, right? It doesn't mean just do whatever you want, no rule. Right. No, ordered liberty per our constitutional design. And the scary thing, Glenn, is if we lose that, then it's just gone to history. You know, there's nothing preordained that says America has to last forever. And the founders knew this, right? They knew that every generation needed to reinvest. Certainly you needed to to grow up becoming acquainted with these foundational principles of liberty and learn about the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And we're failing to teach our kids that. Well, if we let it slip away, right? It's the it's the cliche Reagan quote: "Freedom is only one generation away from extinction." And never have I believed that more than I do now. Now that I have young children, if we let this slip, if we lose this country, it's gone forever, and it could be just thousands and thousands of years of you know relatively dark ages. And so I think this is our last stand. Twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four. These elections go together. We either get uh, the right kind of Republican in office to stop this madness or we're going to lose the country. Literally think the choice here is that start. So, uh, you know, we've, we've done this before, and I believe you're exactly right. This election and the last election, I believe it's uh, last call. If we get these two elections wrong, and that could mean getting the wrong Republicans in, if we don't, if we don't take control of the Constitution and defend it and protect it and restore its powers uh, and put the powers in each branch back to where they belong, we don't make it. So why should somebody vote for you um, that has maybe given up on the Republicans? And I mean, who are you going to? You can't be completely independent. You need a group of, of guys that, you know, you're like-minded with, that you're working together. Who would be the senators that you would want to be around and work with? Well, certainly Senator Rand Paul, I think, is, is great. And I was, a, you know, I was a Ron Paul guy back in 07, 08. Um, Senator Josh Hawley is, uh, is, is a friend of mine, and, you know, he's endorsed me. I think he's... Um, He's an excellent senator. Uh, Tom Cotton, especially domestically, you know, I think is is pretty good. There's Ted Cruz. You know, it's always two steps forward, one step back with Ted Cruz. But I think he's he's getting better. <laughs> you know, the, the the issue is we have um, we have like you know ten, maybe fifteen, like pretty good ones. But there's fifty. There's no. fifty Republican senators, and there's a lot of them that just you know kind of the ones people haven't heard of, and they go along to get along. 
And I think it's probably all too easy when you get in the U.S. Senate to lose touch, right? You, you, you live in this, even if you go in with good intentions, even if you go in, you know, and, and your heart's in the right place, you're still part of the Washington, D.C. cocktail party scene, and you just lose touch with ordinary people. And, uh, you know, it's something I know that I'm never going to do. Uh, and I'm just going to go in and represent Arizonans because they're badly, badly lacking representation right now. Mark Kelly, he promised he'd be independent. He promised he'd be moderate. And instead, he's voting for open borders and trillions in spending and basically anything that Biden wants. Mark Kelly's there to say, yes, sir. Uh, happy to happy to do that, sir. It's interesting, Blake, watching Arizona because we were told that Kelly was going to be the moderate, and then it's Kirsten Cinema who's been the only one who's pushed back at all against anything that Biden has done. Do the people of Arizona see that? Are they noticing this? I think they are. They are absolutely. The issue is, you know, Mark Kelly. I mean, you've got to give them credit. They're good at the shtick. The shtick is. You know, around election time, you come out and you just dominate the airwaves. They raise lots of money. You know, they have the Act Blue machine. Um, mm. There's a lot of you know dark we'll money. Dark money. Yeah. Um, and and so Mark Kelly, yeah, he's on the airwaves right now, pretending to be reasonable, pretending to not have voted for open borders, pretending to not have voted for all this crazy spending. And so most people, you know, just they're not political activists. They're normal people. They're just living their lives. You know, they're upset at the at the open border. They're upset at, at you know, skyrocketing costs at the pump and everything you need at the grocery store is just getting more expensive. But then they see Mark Kelly on TV. He's emerged from hiding. You know, you're eight weeks from an election. And he says, I'm really concerned about inflation. That's why I'm doing blah, 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 blah. I'm really concerned about the border. We need to finish the wall. And it's like, what? I'm sorry. The Democrats just spent the last six years talking about how Trump's wall was racist. But all of a sudden, Mark Kelly, who's done more than anyone else to enable open borders in Arizona, is pretending to be pro-border security. He he likes the wall all of a sudden. So basically, you know, I've got to get the message out that, hey, this guy that you see on TV, he's basically lying you. He's he's trying to con you. Um, He's not a moderate. And here's his voting record. You can just look up his voting record. He's voting in lockstep with Schumer and Biden. Seems like a seems like a problem. So that's the race that we're in. So I have what? To just tell the truth, and Mark Kelly has to lie about his record. What is the what is the best way to to help you? Best way to help me, if you live in Arizona, I'd sure be honored for your vote and for your activism. Right, your time, go whip the votes. Um, we need to we need to fundraise. So fundraising is the name of the game. Like we said, Mark Kelly has that uh, that mountain of money. A lot of it's dark money. Um, but if people can chip in five, 10, 20 bucks goes a long way. Cause I might get outspent in this election. Glenn, I actually think I will. But again, we have the advantage of only needing to tell the truth. I tell the truth about me and what I bring to the table and what Mark Kelly's done and voted for in the Senate. I'm not going to attack his character, uh, but I will attack his voting record because it's super, super left wing. Mark Kelly, he's got to use his money to lie about me, to slander me, to lie about his record. And ultimately I just, I don't think it's naive. I think it's just true. The truth wins out uh, if we if we work really, really hard to spread the word. Well, uh, I think, um, uh, you know, people have to make their own decision, uh, especially in Arizona. But uh, if you want to help out, uh, you should. This is a possible uh, win for the Senate and sounds to me like the right kind of uh, right kind of Republican that we would get. We don't need another Mitch McConnell. 
We don't need any more of those. Uh, we need some people that stand uh, from a different place and somebody who is young and gets it. Uh, his name is Blake Masters. He is running for U.S. Senate. If you'd like to help him out, uh, fundraising or just volunteering, if you're in Arizona, BlakeMasters.com, BlakeMasters.com. Uh, when's the next time you're coming out here? Uh, I'll be out there in September. Well, we'll have to have you. Uh, we'll have to have you out uh, on the show, and uh, I might uh, might try to get some of your time and introduce you to some of my neighbors because some of my neighbors are. <laughs> Uh, they've got huge pockets and I would like to, uh, lessen their, their load. You know what I mean? We can, we can help with that. All right. Good. Good. Blake, thank you very much. I appreciate it. God bless. Blake Masters, U.S. Senate candidate. He's funny too. I like him. I had dinner with him and I really, I didn't feel like he was a, a politician. Mm. You know, he was, you know, he's worked with Peter Thiel forever. Well, I, you know, hearing, you know, that's the first time I've heard an extended interview with him. And gosh, the media presents him as this like lunatic. He's really not. <laughs> he doesn't seem like that at all. He is not a yeah. lunatic. That's by interesting. Any stretch. Oh, how do they make him sound like a lunatic? You know, he's an election denier. And I, I mean, I've seen no signs of these things. I mean, I've researched the candidates. Obviously, we're doing a big Senate thing on Studios America today, mm-hmm. looking ahead to how this thing is going to, you know, turn out. Um, and you know, I've heard you look at the media and they treat, they put him in the same category as some of the fringier candidates that have survived, uh, primaries, but I, I had seen no real evidence of that and heard no evidence, evidence of it during that interview. I mean, you know, he's talking about really important things to the country. And, uh, I, you know, I think this, uh, there's an attempt being made to turn every Republican that has a chance to win into Trump. Yeah, into the worse than Trump category so you can kind of uh, scare away moderate voters. I, I don't know if it's going to win with somebody like that. That doesn't sound like you know, somebody... If he has the money to be able to get his message out, but there's a couple of places. I mean, Egg McMuffin in Utah <laughs> is doing the same thing. That guy, is, that guy is a CIA guy. What the hell would you be thinking... Voting for a guy from the CIA when we have all those CIA problems. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, let's have him uh, replace Mike Lee. Ridiculous. All right, anyway, uh, let me tell you about Goldline. Something worse than a recession is coming. That is the chief executive officer at J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Jamie Dimon. Uh, I just we were just talking about the economy. Let me just give you some things. Record number of Americans are suffering, according to the latest poll. Uh, An autumn of epic, epic asset collapses and higher inflation could mean poverty and social unrest. I love that one. That's great. Uh, The Swiss police, the population will rebel. We are in trouble now. Morgan Stanley says cash looks relatively attractive right now, meaning get out of stocks. May I suggest cash also uh, is risky at this point. And I'm not telling you to do anything. You have to make up your own mind, do your own homework. But I am telling you 10% in precious metals will uh, you will thank me for that. I believe you will thank me for that. Um, this week only, Goldline has a self-directed retirement account special for new applications, which includes old 401k accounts, TSP accounts, traditional and Roth IRA accounts, and many more. When you complete your IRA application this week, you don't even have to buy anything. 
you will receive a suite of free silver and copper products just for your time. It's a ton of free items just to get you started. Call Goldline today. Find out how they can help you with your retirement accounts. Again, you wouldn't want to move everything in your retirement account, but maybe move 10% into precious metals. Have something that is a hedge against insanity. And if you don't think things are insane now, I don't know what you're smoking. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We are, um, we're, I'm, I'm very excited for tomorrow night's program on the FBI. Uh, we are doing kind of the history of the FBI, and it's really um, not necessarily a good history. It seems to fall into these uh, time periods um, right from the beginning where it goes really dark, really dark. I saw a poll the other day. That almost half of Americans now think that the FBI is an American Gestapo. That's a little frightening. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I, you know, I, look, we know we've talked to many FBI agents and former FBI agents who were, did a good job and worked hard. Right. And, and, you know, there's, that's not the issue here. The issue is that the leadership, especially right now, seems yep. to be going down Really dark roads, and all, and and if it, if they're not dark roads, they're just impossibly incompetent roads. The fact that you would say to the American people every single day that the right wing extremism is the biggest threat to this country, and then go search the home of their favorite person in the world with no notice, no build up, nothing, uh, with seemingly a general warrant and just a, a long-term plan to destroy the person at any costs doesn't seem like a competent strategy <laughs> in a country in that a, you want to keep. Yeah, yeah, in a company, in a country you want to keep. Sure, that's incompetent, but in a country you don't mind destroying, that seems like a really good plan. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Oh my gosh, let me tell you about American Financing. You need to pay serious attention to what I'm about to tell you. Credit card interest rates are going up soon. The Fed is meeting in September and again in November, and chances are pretty good they're going to raise the interest rates at least one of those times, and uh, the chances are they're going to raise them twice, very possibly. What you're paying right now for your credit card is going to be, oh, remember the days when interest was only, I don't know how people, the average person are going to be able to pay it off, quite honestly. American financing can help you. They can help you save a ton of money, sometimes as much as hundreds of dollars a month, sometimes as much as a thousand. There are many ways through consolidation loans, low interest rates. Um, and all kinds of different ways for you to pay off those bills. And instead of paying it back at 21, 25% interest, you're going to pay it back at 5% interest. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Don't miss out on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn.
so, what are you drinking? Ah, the ladies there in the corner eyeballing me. Sorry, ladies. Happily married. But thanks for coming to the club tonight, huh? Don't you kind of wish at times you lived in that era? <laughs> no? For some reasons, yes. Yes. I've come a long way. Another. We've come a long way, baby. We have come a long way, baby. But I, just, I, you know, I listened to the Rat Pack and stuff, and I thought, what would that have been like? There, there was a lot of cool stuff. There was a lot of cool so, stuff. Yeah, you yeah. could still. I, I could listen to Sinatra all day. I could too. And uh, it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's something about that style. Now, look, there was uh, some associated rapes issues here. <laughs> There were some rapes that you might know, have happened and a little bit of racism. Maybe occasional mob connections. <laughs> but other than that, it was but great. other than that, wow, what a time. What a time. Uh, days like that don't come back. Um, can we uh, take a break from your... Sure. From your sure. Uh, just showing off for all the ladies in the room? Well, it's not really showing off when you got it. You know what I mean? When you got it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, that, that is kind of, when you got it, you've got it. Yeah. Do you have it, though? Can I ask you it's an honest question? out on loan question? right now. Yeah. It's out on loan. <laughs> Deep loan. Can I ask you an honest question? Yes. About a, a serious physical ailment I believe you have. Uh, I, I, uh, something that we need a psychiatrist to work on. This is a, a legitimate thing. So it's physical or mental? Both. Okay. <laughs> the brain okay. is part of the body. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. I think it is mental, but it could be a physical tick as well. Okay. I don't All understand. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. You mm-hmm. combined on air no, don't. and no. off air. I know where you're going. This is so embarrassing. Don't do it. Have said the name oh. Peter Thiel correctly approximately 1,000 consecutive times. I know times. Peter Thiel. You have said Peter Thiel to me off the air. On the air. I've said Peter Thiel to Peter Thiel. To Peter Thiel, because yeah. you have met Peter Thiel. Mr. Thiel, how are you? Yes. Didn't you interview him here at yeah, one yeah, point? Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Out in the, randomly out in the parking lot. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> that was a weird interview. But it was a good interview. Yeah, it was a good You've interview. spoken to him for hours on end. Yeah. You know this man. He's a very yeah. influential person in the world of if politics we've, today. If we were at the same cocktail party, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He might be eyeing me from across the room. I'd say, Peter, I'm happily married. I don't and know the answer to that. He I, would probably I'm say, on that one, but ick, <laughs> so am I. Uh, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes. Then you get on the phone mm-hmm. with Blake Masters. Yes, I know. The co-author Why do you have of to? Peter Thiel's book. I'm hoping nobody okay. noticed this. Everybody noticed it. And a guy running for Senate, a guy who used to be, in, I, I don't know, you, know, you mentioned the Thiel Foundation he worked with. And then in the middle of it, you say Peter Thiel, and, and then, then you say, say Peter Thiel. Thiel. I don't know. How is it possible? I don't know. You cannot get it names is, right. I, I have this phobia. Yeah. It's a 50-year phobia. I can say anybody's name at any time off the air. Once I get on the air, I can screw their name up every time. And there you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. Yes, true. (laughs) This problem is so profound, it is Hall of Fame worthy. (laughs) Well, the fact you've overcome it to maintain a career somehow is is Hall of Fame worthy. Yes, it is amazing. It's like, well, I guess they would say like, hey, uh, you know, a person with a severe 
deformity that that makes the olympics you'd you'd think that's even more right of, of a credit to them they've overcome so much and a, that's kind of a you. no-legged pole jumper <laughs> right. let's say pole vaulter pole vaulter yeah <laughs> there you have it another right. example Stop. of why glenn beck <laughs> right. is in the radio we need a hall monkey of fame pox update, way please. to go glenn thank you yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it's really embarrassing. It's so weird. I, I have know. it too, but it's not nearly as profound oh, as Oh, no, yours. it's profound to me. I would like to talk to some psychologist or psychiatrist about that. I have it more in personal life. Like, I have people I know and have known for a oh, million no, years. I, I have, have that in, too. No, I have that too. I have that I too. I don't understand it. Where I just won't say people's names. I'll just be like, hey. And, you know, inside I'll be, and I'll know it's Bill. And I'll be like, hey. And inside my head, it's probably not Bill. Are you sure it's Bill? Yes, I've known Bill. And you know what? Every time you grew up with Bill. Tell me if this is you. Yeah. Every time you convince yourself, no, this is ridiculous. Of course I know this person's name. Yeah. And then you say it, you're wrong. (laughs) Yes. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Okay. All right. Maybe it's just us. All right. Monkey pox. Our monkey pox update. I've got some good news. We have 15,400 monkeypox cases here in the United States. And you're saying to yourself, Glenn, how is that possibly good news? Well, let me tell you, this is the first time in the last two years the United States has come out number one on anything. Yeah! Yeah! U-S-A! U-S-A! I have a sad story I'd like to share with you. While Sarah is on top of it. Sad story. Students returning to college today are confronting a new reality in states such as Texas and Ohio and Indiana. The abortion? An option for unplanned pregnancy when they were last on campus has since been banned. Often. With few exceptions. Students don't know what to do. Miller, Jamie Miller, 20, said the new limits on abortion influenced the decision he made with his partner to avoid sexual activity that could risk pregnancy. After years of taking testosterone, going through with a pregnancy wouldn't be healthy for him or for the child, he said. And he said it would up end his education and put him into debt. This was the testosterone speaking, I think. Uh, Emily. Corninman of Dallas decided to study business at Indiana University. She was frustrated to learn that her new state passed new abortion restrictions that take effect September 15th. She says, personally, I don't know if abortion would be the choice I would make, but I would respect anyone's opinion. You know, whoever's body it is, they have the right to make that choice. Amen. Amen. And then Cleveland State University sophomore Guiana Formica. Guiana Formica, which sounds like, I don't know, cheap kitchen flooring that you would get someplace in an African country. Uh, Guiana Formica said she's got hundreds of condoms through a nonprofit organization for her campus advocacy group to distribute. She bought some emergency contraceptive to have just in case she knows she's going to need it. Hundreds of condoms. Now, Miss Formica said, as like a clear, uh, quote, as like a queer individual in this stage of my life, 
I'm most likely not going to be in a place where I could become pregnant. Uh, I'm not even going to ask because I, I don't know how to do the math anymore. I have no idea. I'm doing this for other people because it's not something that I need right this second. There mm. so, there's Miss Formica. And uh, I feel bad. I really do. I feel bad for all of those college students having... Uh, you know, having the choice to kill their child uh, taken away from them, you know? It's really sad, you know? These children may live. Yeah. And, and that would be yeah. a terrible and development for them to for the sacrifice country. and say, I can't have sex. Mm. <sighs> Profound. What a sacrifice that no one has ever had to make. You know how many people there are, Glenn, that get born and then... Maybe don't have a perfect life, but mm. think to themselves, I wish I was dead and my mom aborted me. It's so common these days. So many people just want to avoid their life completely, not even having a chance to enjoy any of life's wonderful no. gifts. They'd rather no. just be dead. Well, if they're under 18 mm -hmm. and they live in Canada, their mom and dad probably would be saying to them, no, no, there's lots of reasons to live. But now the Canadian doctors can euthanize that child without permission from the parents. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank not God. only are we now just making euthanasia legal, we're now... I, I hope that it's legal, rare, and safe. It will be until it, they don't need that word anymore. <laughs> they don't need rare anymore. <laughs> right. That's what they do. It's right. legal, safe, and rare when everyone yeah. agrees. Until, will, until we just decide that these people are useless eaters. This you stuff, I, mean? I do think long-term is good, though. And I mean this in a very long-term way, but when they come out and start dropping the rare, that's when we make progress. When they try to appeal to people's like, oh, this is a tough thing. It's, it's a necessary evil. We know how bad it is, but it just it's certain people in certain circumstances, you have to understand that even that will overwhelm the rational thought process of a lot of human beings. They will say, ah, I feel bad for them, and I, I'm not in their position, and I can't see what they're going through. And, and maybe, you know, I, I don't like the idea of an abortion, but maybe, maybe for them, it's just the only thing they can do, and maybe they should be allowed to make that choice. I really do think that is effective, evil, but effective on a lot of people. When they come out and say, shout your abortion, people are like, okay, I don't want to be on that side. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be on that side of this thing. I don't want anything to do no, I, with people who say that. I think they've actually learned their lesson, though, a little bit, a little bit. They've they're backing off some of that. You know, no more marching bands for you know my seventeenth abortion. Bring in the band. Uh, you mean since the decision? Since the decision, and I think they know um, that it is. Uh, it's they they may have. They may have celebrated too soon, too loudly. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And I think without that, without that change of stance, I don't know that all of this would have occurred. But I will say this. They, they, they believe, I think, in the very immediate future that the abortion decision will help them in this particular election. And it's not implausible that that might be correct. They, they may win some purple seats that they would have lost if this hadn't happened. Um, I don't think it's as effective as they are saying it is i don't think like i don't think if they run they rerun that kansas election in two years they win it it's just you no. know the immediate aftermath the, i mean the left is much more energized than the right on this issue because the right just got this big win well and how I, did they get that win 
And how are they going to get all other wins? The evil Supreme Court stealing uh, it. Yeah, well, they stole it through the Supreme Court, but they're about to steal another election. Uh, and uh, now, we don't want to say that. Right. We don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. We can't say, you know, that the left stole the election or anything like that. We'll be banned immediately. So I want to make it very clear. We're not saying that. We're saying that the left is now saying that. And it's everywhere. We'll share that with you just in uh, just a couple of minutes. Stand by. Also, uh, Russia has blamed Ukraine for the murder. Uh, Haven't offered any evidence yet, but they have named the person and are looking for the person now. That won't end well, I don't think. Um, On 9-11, 2,977 people were killed in the World Trade Center bombings. After that day, most of us vowed that we would never forget. Have we? Are we still living our life the way we promised we would? One organization has kept that promise uh, in amazing and wonderful ways. It is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They've been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. When a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. It's uh, Tunnel to Towers. Please look into this organization, and if you can, do anything to support them. They're asking for $11 a month, but whatever you can do to help. It's uh, Tunnel to Towers, T, the number 2, T.org. That's T2T.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, be wary of this next election, according to Democrats. Listen. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put into office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. The Supreme Court selected George W. Bush as the president. He was not elected. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. What I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois, four years ago were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters. In 2004, the democratic process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once, or not at all. Based upon an inordinate number of allegations suggesting gross voting rights violations and misconduct, I join with my colleagues in objecting to counting the state of Ohio's electoral votes. I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. There are still legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections. I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record 
that vote. And despite the final tally and the inauguration and the situation we find ourselves in, I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. Without voter suppression, Stacey Abrams would be the governor of Georgia. Andrew Gillum is the governor of Florida. You wow. refuse to concede Jeez. and say that you lost. Do you stand by that decision today? Absolutely. The election was not fair. The process was not fair. If Stacey Abrams doesn't win in Georgia, they stole it. It's clear. It's clear. I think that Stacey Abrams' election is being stolen is from her. Remar- That's goes on for remarkable. That's minutes. remarkable. Ten minutes of this stuff. It is remarkable. Those are all big names. They're all... Congressmen, senators, presidents, former presidents. And none of them were ever silenced. No. No. Huh. Isn't that weird? Now, they are out today saying that you can't trust this election, that Republicans are going to try to steal this election this fall. By hook or by crook. The Glenn Beck Program.